Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Here we go again for another week of just talking about things that are on my mind and maybe they'll help you. I originally entitled this Life Lessons from Jail and Church, and that is true, but there are also lessons from chaplaincy that I've learned over the years working as a chaplain in law enforcement and as a hospice chaplain. This last week was a week of really being contemplative because after avoiding the dreaded COVID for almost three years, it finally caught up with me, or I caught up with it. I'm not sure which. Don't even know where I got it from. I mean, that I know of, I wasn't around any sick people that had it. I've not talked to any coworkers. Could have been out in public. Could have just jumped on me. I don't know. But I had to take most of the week off. I made it back to work on Friday. But as I thought about that, I thought about how boring it was just to sit at home. And my wife and I laughed that we watched 12 hours worth of Hallmark yesterday. And I remarked that had we not had COVID, I doubt we would have done that. Because usually our days are filled with going out and eating on a Friday for lunch or maybe on Saturday, going out and doing some grocery shopping or different things. We're not one just to sit in front of the TV, though some of my kids may argue that now that I have the Hallmark Channel back. They like to give me a hard time about those stories being the same story over and over again. But the one thing that came across this week was the idea of loss. First of all, I had lost time at work. I wasn't there to help my assistant, and my assistant wasn't feeling well herself, and yet she carried on until she couldn't anymore, and I hope she's getting better. And last I talked to her, she was, and I've certainly gotten better. My voice is better, and I am uh, fever-free and have been so for many days, and the cough is not there anymore, so I feel like I had a very light case, and I thank God for that, and I am sorry for all of those that had a terrible time with it, as some of my coworkers have described that they had in the past. But not only did I have lost time from work, but I had lost time in relationship to my employees in being able to visit with them and see how they're doing, because, you know, this is a hard time of year. For my assistant, let's say, she's had some losses in the past, and at this time of Christmas, because they occurred around that time, or it's just another Christmas without them. It's a hard time for them to get in the joy of the season. We've had a cousin that lost her husband, and now a good friend this morning lost her husband. It just seems like that as much as it is full of joy during this season, because we think about the birth of Christ for those of us that are Christians, and I suppose those that aren't Christian, their greatest thought is about what present they're going to get or hopefully even maybe what present they're going to give. But this can be a season of losses. It can be a season of losses because families don't get along. They have an argument and they split up and they no longer see each other or participate in things with each other. But in thinking about those losses, I just wanted to share with you why I think Christmas is so important to me and what it stands for. It stands for the fact that a God created us, and he came to this earth in the form of a human being, that he could live a life just like us, and that he could experience like us, but he didn't fail at life like we fail. But he had a loss. He had a loss of being able to be everywhere at once. He set aside his power to know everything in advance. We know this because he would seek the Father and ask him things, and 
get his guidance. And he put aside some of his power, not all of it, because he could still do miracles, as is recorded in Scripture and even places outside of Scripture. But he had the loss of his dignity, the loss of his lordship and living in that kingdom where there were no problems and no obstacles like he faced here on earth. But in order to be a savior for us, he had to experience everything as we did. And so though people would argue that he didn't get married that we know of and he didn't have children, what's he know about that? Well, he knew family. He knew the squabbles that brothers and sisters had. He knew the troubles that families had just by living around them. And he knew what it was to be rejected by family because when he went to Nazareth, he was rejected by his family. So he knew all of that, but he came in order that he might live and show us how to live. And in the end, he might provide a way that losses are really not losses. This is what I told my assistant yesterday, is that losses really aren't losses if we believe in something, especially if we believe in the Christian God that says there's something beyond what he created here and that there is a reunion past this. Now, we can make all kinds of sidesteps and arguments about will we recognize people in heaven, will we be married or not married because the scripture says we want. Well, if we're not married, then what's it matter if our husband or wife that we loved for all the years here on earth is there or not? I, I don't have the answer to those questions, but I know that somehow we will know because Peter was recognized in heaven and and Jesus was recognized before he went to heaven and when he came back from the grave, he was recognized. So we're going to recognize people, but I don't have all the answers to how all that happens. What I do know is, is that because of this time of year, and again, we can argue about whether this really was the time he was born, and that's not my point. My point is, that because of the time of year where we reflect on the fact of a Savior coming and being born, who then lived and died at a point in time to cover all our wrongs, gives us a possibility of life everlasting. And in life everlasting, it means that nothing is ever really lost. It is only separated for a while. It is only out of sight for us, for a while. But it is not really lost. So I'm reminded of the poem that, of the rose that climbed through the wall, and it didn't bloom anymore on this side of the wall, but it bloomed on the other side of the wall. And the rose was still a rose. It was still as red and still as fragrant as it was on this side. It just bloomed in a new place. And I believe that's what life's about, is we're spending a journey going to the place where we were fully meant to bloom into all that we were created to be. So as you think about this Christmas season and you think about the giving of gifts, I want you to think about that one day you're going to lose the ability in a physical sense to share love with those around you. Now, if I'm right, and there's a place called heaven, and we get to wait there until we're all reunited again, we'll have people we're around. But those that are left behind, we won't get to share in a physical way, in a present way, where we can touch them, see them, hear them, smell them, 
we can't have all those physical senses. So take the time this Christmas to remember you never know when that temporary separation is going to occur. And so you need to take each day and be grateful for those that are around you, those that you work with, go to church with, shop with, have a family with. It's very important that you share in these times because what makes those losses not seem so permanent are the tracks that have been embedded upon our lives by those encounters and experiences we create while we're all still breathing. That's why it hurts so bad when the loss first occurs. If there were no experiences, no happiness together, then it really wouldn't matter and it wouldn't bother us too much. But because those things, those activities, those sounds, those smells, those experiences are what linger, be sure that you're making plenty of them this Christmas season. For I truly believe sometimes it is the joy of the past that brings the hope of the future because we remember, we sense, we feel the presence of those we have loved and the presence of those we still love. Blessing, protection, and favor until after the first of the year because this will be the last podcast until January 1st.